0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to the third episode of the Lightside Campaign. I'm the host and Game Master, Emma. I'm really glad to be back for this week's episode of the Light Side Campaign. We've had a few setbacks over the last few weeks that have delayed the release, but I'm really excited to show you what we've got. Before we get into the show, I'd like to take a minute to thank a Patreon backer. Improbable Joy, thank you so much for your continued support. We really couldn't do it without you and the rest of our Patreon backers. Thanks to all of you, we're well on our way to covering our hosting and production costs. If you want to support the show, head on over to Patreon.com to become a patron, or for a one-time donation, check out our coffee Link in the episode notes. You can also help us out for free by telling a friend about the podcast. It really goes a long way. 100% of doctors surveyed recommend telling a friend.
1: Hello, I am a doctor. I recommend this podcast.
0: Now, here's the crew of the Aurum with a special message to put some energy into your day.
1: Interior, the mess hall on the Aurum.
2: Man, it sure is great to wake up to a nice refreshing cup of coffee.
1: Wait, who are you
0: talking to?
2: Why <laughs> Plex. Our wonderful listeners, of course. <laughs> course. Just like the coarse grind I get on my coffee from Grinding Coffee Co., What
0: kind of spice are you on? Listeners? Coffee?
2: (laughs) Why, the delicious spice of my medium roast Mexican chocolate coffee blend, my friend, delivered straight to our airlock in an airtight bag. The beans are as fresh as the day they were roasted. I'm so confused. You're not talking any sense. (laughs) I'm talking about Grinding Coffee Co., why don't you tell her and our dear listeners a little bit more, Miss Narrator?
1: Thanks, Space Dumpster. Grinding Coffee Co. is a black and LGBTQ plus owned coffee business that delivers coffee straight to your door. They have a coffee for everyone from K-Cups to cold brew to blended and more. This high quality taste will leave you wanting more. Available in whole bean, ground or espresso grind.
2: I did not sign up to be on a haunted ship.
1: No matter what time you order, your coffee is always roasted the day it ships, so you're guaranteed fresh coffee. When you're ready to get yourself some fine coffee, head over to the referral link in the show notes and enter code SOSAS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's S-O-S-E-S at checkout for 10% off.
2: Oh, what the actual cref.
0: Who the Criff is Ryan?
1: So you're obviously not Ryan.
0: Who are you? No, Rumi, what if it is Ryan? And he's pretending not to be Ryan? be
1: a very Ryan thing to do. That's not a bad plan. Ryan, are you pretending not to be Ryan? I, I don't even know who Ryan is. That's exactly what Ryan would say, ok. If I put my hands up, can I turn around? Um,
0: he fires his weapon above you. And hits a security camera.
1: A warning would have been nice. I turn around. Roommate, is it Ryan? Is it Ryan? It is not Ryan.
0: Before you, you see a um, relatively tall um, Rodian. About
1: 5'11". No, it's not Ryan. They're a Rodian. Uh Okay, this is a new one to me. Ryan, did you put on a disguise kit? It's a very elaborate disguise. He's
0: too tall to be Ryan. I Disguise Kit wouldn't transform my physiology. I am not. Whoever Ryan is, clearly.
1: Okay, I believe him. Now, you've got me there. I'm going to turn around, too.
0: Go ahead. The security camera is out. This is fine. I turn around. I slowly turn around. Uh, you also see the five foot eleven Rodian in front of you.
1: So, um... Can we get your name? Is that too much to ask?
0: Not, not here. We need to move. How's that? How's that mohawk looking? Um, it is a sick ass mohawk, especially for a Rodian. This guy like clearly puts effort into it. Shit, yeah. Um, it's for it's for the image. So we
1: we're in trouble, huh? You're in big trouble That's why you gotta come with me Okay, I've done the Come with me if you want to live thing before And it isn't Oh, sorry, that's uh, I
0: think we started off on the wrong foot here Um, I mean I'm trying to get you out of harm's way It's the uh, security agents that want you dead I'm trying to Help you out here I feel like a blaster Is the opposite of harm's way You You should come with me if you want to live, yeah, but not because I am trying to kill you.
1: Get to the speeder. Is that what you are going to say next? Uh, I wouldn't say the speeder per se.
0: Some is it? Is it a, an air vehicle? Perhaps? Uh, we don't know. It's not in the air. Nope. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, it's got to land before it takes us there. No, we're uh, we're going underground. Oh, brilliant!
1: Literally. Okay, let's. Follow... I don't trust the police here. Oh, who trusts the police anyway? Did Some of the Republic Guard are tolerable. Oh, tolerable, sure, but I wouldn't trust them. That's very smart of you. We'll follow you, but we're keeping our weapons.
0: Oh, I wasn't going to ask you to... I, you can keep your weapons. For, like, it's probably best that you do keep them.
1: Okay, then let's go. And when we're underground, you could tell us a little bit more about yourself?
0: Yeah, we need to get out of the open. And he gestures at the, the street around you. That sounds like a good idea to me. Why don't we uh, head out? Um, so you follow this Rodian. And he takes you down to the alley behind the restaurant. And opens a sewer
3: access cupboard. No good story starts with... Going in a sewer in a back alleyway.
1: I don't know. I feel like all of the best stories have to start with something weird. I have at least six stories for you. Do they relate to the
0: sewer? Yes, I, specifically you... six stories we that can... do begin. Not important right now. We need to get you off the street.
1: Okay, let's make it seven, and then we could tell the other six. Fantastic.
0: That, fine. Let's go. Uh, so he hustles you into the sewer access, um, and... As he starts to climb down, you hear a bunch of commotion from behind you on the street. Some sirens as well. And the access hatch closes.
1: We got out of there just in time, huh? Is someone looking for us? Yeah.
0: I've been monitoring their communications and they're, they're moving aggressively.
1: Okay, so what did we do? Um... Let's start off, again, on the right foot this time. Right. Introductions? Yes. I assume you know us, most likely, based on arrest warrants?
0: We intercepted communications. We don't know who you are. But I'm Duim Kijak. I'm the leader of the Resistance here. Hello, I'm Ren. Pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. I do so love being in a sewer.
1: I'm sure... I'm Rumi. Um, do you need a last name, or is it better if we keep this informal? It's best if we keep it informal. Um, then you could just call me Rumi. That's Rumi.
3: Dweem. I walk up very close to him and say I'm Batara. Kind of intimidating. Batara, we don't see many
0: hearts here on Rhodia. I suspect you don't. <laughs> An interesting change. In what way? It's nice to have some... New faces. I kind of smirk at him. I'm the, I'm the leader of the resistance here in uh, Iskayuma.
1: The resistance, you say? So you're against the Grand Protector?
0: We've been against the two factions for quite some time now. Interesting. What do you want with us? We're hoping that we can make contact with the Republic ourselves and make sure that we get the people what they need.
1: Oh, that's precisely what we want as well. No, a- absolutely. Our purpose in coming here is primarily to help Rhodia, not to help any political faction. Although I suspect, based on what the police told us, we did accidentally act as useful idiots and help one of those political factions.
0: That's what it seems right now. They're calling for your arrest for the assassination of the Grand Protector. Well, obviously we didn't do that. We were having, you know, Rhodian barbecue. Uh, I, I would say a succulent Rhodian meal. Whether or not you actually assassinated the Grand Protector is irrelevant. We didn't. It has put the two parties into chaos, which is the time for us to act. This is the time for the resistance to act.
3: Can I make a perception check? Uh, what would you like to find out? I would just like to survey our surroundings, but I would also like to see like anything about him, like like what like what he's wearing, what any sort of like maybe insignia or something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, So you see, so he's wearing a, a vest,
0: and on the vest there is a patch with a symbol, which. Metagaming is the uh, Rodian Resistance Insignia. He's got a blaster holstered to his hip. And uh, on his back, he's got a blaster rifle strung up. So it's pretty armed.
3: Not as armed as me, obviously.
1: I would like to know how truthful he's being with us about things. Ah, if you'd like to roll a... I believe it would probably be discipline. So
0: that would be a three difficulty. I, as a Zeltron, add a black die to all incoming deception checks. Would that translate, if I'm making this roll, to just being
2: a blue die?
0: So I think this is more... So, like, you're just trying to suss out his motives. So, like, he's not actively trying to deceive you or anything well i have great news yes i i rolled a failure in three threats (laughs) um literally all of my positive dice came up blank wow that's wow (laughs) bad luck yeah um so you you're not getting a good read on this guy. Uh, how do you? Okay, so how do you suss out his intentions? I mean, I'm basically just like usual, using just getting a, like a feel for him with my empathy, my my empath powers. Okay, and we have established this is a pheromonal based empathic uh, ability, right? So, Zeltron have like the pheromones that influence people, but they also are like mildly, like, telepathic empathic in terms of, like, other people affecting their emotions. Okay. So this guy is very hardened. He's very difficult to get a good read on. And I think... How many threats did you get? Three. Three threats. Can we say that his general
1: vibe, like, makes my... Yeah, I was going to say that his vibe like sours a little bit because he processes that he's being... Um, Yeah.
0: ...red with... That's where I was going. That's where I was thinking. Yeah.
1: I was going to say
0: that his general like... Because he's a resistance guy. So he's sort of like naturally distrustful and guarded. And I did take Glitter Stem. So what if this makes my glitter stim trip start to go bad. Huh. How does a glitter stim trip go
1: bad? Like, it's very powerful. Is it? Yeah, pretty much.
3: I thought it was like
1: Well, okay, so glitter stim is basically space cocaine,
3: right? Kind of. I mean, you can like read everybody's mind. You could you could say there's too much interference from like other people and stuff because you can't really control like if you're going bad on glitter stem you wouldn't be oh yeah
1: so you start hearing other people's thoughts when you're trying to just get at his you can say that starts messing with me
0: okay cool no i like that oh i do not like this place
1: no i imagine you're after that glitter stem probably not having a great time you know i've only had two other bad glitter stem trips in my life this is number three. How many of them involved the sewer? Ooh, both of them.
0: I really should
1: avoid the sewer
0: on Glitter I How do I not, know this before? I you know what they say, don't take Glitterstim in a sewer. I I think I need to sit down. I, I wouldn't advise sitting down just yet. We're, we're not in the main settlement. We're not past the poop. So,
1: Dweem. Is Dweem okay, or? Dweem is alright. Okay. Dweem, um... What's the resistance's position? I don't need intimate details. I don't need what you would probably refer to as classified information. Just- the resistance wants the liberation of the people. We want
0: stability. We want equal distribution of the wealth. We want food stability. None of this has ever happened with the Cheku or the Chatsa in power.
1: No, and I suppose regardless of whether you make an effort to join the Republic... It's the Republic's duty to, maybe I'm overstepping here, but Ren, the Republic's here to provide when the planet itself can't, no? Exactly. It's,
0: it's all about uh, it, coming together and, and helping each other out uh, as, a, as a galactic community. So when
1: one of us needs help, the others provide. And when you can provide help? To someone who needs it? That
0: has not been my experience. The Republic sends the help to whoever is in power. And then it's up to them to decide where it goes. The Republic has not stepped in.
1: That was the old Republic. Roll me a charm.
0: Um, so it's going to be versus a two a difficulty. So two difficulty upgraded once. Yes. So one purple, one red.
1: A success. A success.
0: Cool. I'm I'm not optimistic, but it is a new time in the Republic. It's important to remember that the new Republic
1: was once rebellion. Not too long ago. That's a good point. We were in the exact same position you were. Much of our leadership was rebellion leadership. Not but, what, a year ago? And we understand that Working together is what makes us strong. It's how frankly, along with some space wizard things from an ancient religion, how we won the war that's that's inspiring. but we can't promise you space magic, but what we can promise you is as much as the three of us have to offer you right here and right now. which is a lot, I should say. I'm very good at what I do that's
0: That's some inspiring rhetoric. But it's just, it would be better for me to show you. Yeah. And as you round the bend of uh, one of the tunnels, you enter a large open cavern. There are, there are hundreds of tents, maybe more, and hundreds if not thousands of Rodians all living in this clearing You can see most of them have very little in the way of belongings. They look undernourished at the best. Basically, what we're looking at is some Hoovervilles. Well, this simply
1: won't do. No, this isn't... It's not acceptable.
0: This is the culmination of decades under a clan that was sympathetic with the Republic and a clan... That worked its citizens to the ground. This was here when I was born. This has not changed in over a century. And it was during the Old Republic that this started happening. Do you know what these people need? What's that? A wrestling show. Is that what we're going with? I... For morale, you see... I can appreciate the need for entertainment, for morale, but telling the people to laugh a little bit and enjoy themselves doesn't help when the most of them are hungry. Most of them are starving. They cannot get enough food. We can barely get enough food for everyone here. Uh, <clears throat> here's the thing is a wrestling match has concessions. We'll feed the people. Um, I happen to have access to a Republic line of credit roll me um a charm unless <laughs> well, i can this i can heck do uh what's the difficulty upgraded twice and i'm gonna flip a force point so two red two red patara are
3: you willing to help me put on a wrestling show i don't i i don't know doesn't really seem like what these people need honestly
1: if patara is saying that maybe we put on the wrestling show after we figured out a way to materially help them. It seems... I know you're good at what you do, but it seems ill-advised.
0: Okay, I do agree with you that these people need more than just wrestling, obviously. However, wrestling show, very fun. Let's have it as a celebration once we accomplish our goals. Also, I rolled a success and two advantages.
1: (laughs) We need them to have something to celebrate.
0: That seems reasonable, but we need to get there first. Yes, I do agree. We need to get to the point where these people will enjoy a wrestling match. I want to see wrestling as much as the next Rodian. We need to have something to celebrate.
1: Would it be possible for me to meet with some um, some of the people? You're
0: more than welcome to talk to some people. Just I ask that you
1: be respectful. These people have been through a lot. No, I, they're, we're certainly not going to grill them about their condition or anything like that. I, I'd like to just talk to them and understand them, at least some of them, as people. If I can tell someone's story, if we can tell someone's story to the Senate, they're more likely to be sympathetic. I understand that. Go ahead. We are
0: also going to need to someone to wrestle Patara.
1: <laughs> are you volunteering? Yes.
0: Um, if that's your goal, I mean, we do have a sparring ring for the resistance fighters. I'm sure somebody would be willing to fight with you.
1: I think there are also a couple of Rodian professional wrestlers. So the two Rodians that I came up with are Melarune, Truss Ati. And the slimo guck a lot. So I feel like the slimo
0: guck a lot, primarily wrestles in hut Space um, and occasionally makes appearances in the Republic Wrestling Federation. Probably, yeah. Uh, but Maylarune is very much a people's person, as in... He's over with the crowd. A hey, people's champ. He's a people's champ. He started from the bottom... Now he here. If you want to practice, I guess, wrestling, some of the freedom fighters are a little bit more trained in hand-to-hand combat, but I'm sure some of them would be interested in sparring with you, Uh, Patara.
3: I'm kind of confused because this wasn't my idea.
1: (laughs) I don't know that Patara needs to spar so much as we need to actually do something to help you first
3: weren't we running away from
1: something yeah we are kind of in the middle of running away from someone but I want to take a moment to just have a conversation
0: you're safe here for now is what I'm getting at
3: can I distribute silk my plant based advertisement sponsor can I distribute those samples to the 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 poor little rodians (laughs) are you asking in character there um, I'm kind of asking both. Like, as a player, you are more than welcome to do that. Okay, I I start going around and trying to, like, give little samples of my silk while also paying tribute to my sponsors.
0: Uh,
3: a little Rhodian child comes up to you and says,
1: Please, ma'am, may I have some?
3: <laughs> of course, this is silk, the premium plant-based Milk substitute You can find it in your local grocery store For a low low price of Seven credits And then I hand it I I unpack it and I hand it to them Miss
1: what's a grocery store
3: It's where you buy silk The premium plant based milk substitute
0: (laughs) I I'm not sure my mommy
1: wants me to know this.
0: Um, and uh, his, his mother.
1: I don't have any credits. <laughs> his,
0: his mother comes, uh, comes out of the tent and says, Guilty, what are you doing out there? I told you never to talk to interlopers. Um, ma'am, if I could spare a moment of your time. Yeah, well, what do you want? I've got stuff on the camp stove. This is the voice that I've chosen and I've got to stick with it now.
1: If you're in the middle of cooking, um, we can come back later.
3: Yeah, whatever. You know what really livens up cooking?
1: Silk, the premium plant-based milk substitute. Okay, Patara, Patara, you can turn off the commercial. These people don't have any money. Okay, well,
3: they can still have the silk. And you give it to them. And you hear the mother escorting
0: her son back in the tent. Pulling him by the antenna. Pulling him by the antenna. Yeah. Why don't I tell you about talking to strangers? You, you never talk to strangers. They've got weird diseases like
1: stupidity. <laughs> it's true. <laughs>
0: I will go up to another Rhodian. So sitting in the in a kind of a common area, there's um uh, sitting around like a kind of like a bonfire. Like, not quite bonfire size, but a little bit larger than a campfire. It's a communal fire pit, and there's a couple of Rodians sitting on benches around. Uh, there's um, there's an older uh, male Rodian uh, whose stars have faded in his eyes. Aww. There's uh, a younger couple um, with a, an infant in their arms as well.
1: Uh, I'll approach the couple. Hi, sorry, do you mind if I join you? I don't need anything. Just Wanted to have a conversation.
0: Sure. We're just we're just nursing right now, if you don't mind
1: that. No, of course of course not. It's you're if anybody
0: wants to jump in and out with the other voice, you're more than welcome.
1: Uh, so I just want to know a little bit about the three of you. You look like a lovely family. Uh, what do you want to know? Well, For starters, your names would be helpful. Um, I know this doesn't mean terribly much, but I'm here as a representative of the Republic, and I believe I can help you in ways that help your people in ways that other representatives wouldn't, and your story would go a long way to help convince the Republic of that.
0: Well, well, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know that our story is very interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure how we can help the republic.
1: I, I'd just like to know a little bit about who you are, what you do, for what money you can make, how you survive. <laughs>
0: money? What? We lost our jobs a couple of years ago. We were workers in a, a factory, and when the war was over they kicked us out with our newborn we've been living down here ever since there's been nowhere for us to live no food, no money
1: um, could I possibly get your n- names? well, my name is Dee I, I, and I am Chickwick Dee Chickwick and um, your child?
0: this is our this is our little baby boy Froxel
1: Hi, Froxel. It's wonderful to meet you. And she sticks out a little finger and you know, does a little baby finger grab.
0: Just his suction cup grabs onto it,
1: and I, I like lightly shake his. I do the little baby hand shake. I try to
3: do cute little faces, but I'm a giant spider, so it probably doesn't go over well.
0: <laughs> um. So, so uh, Froxel is uh, just intrigued as to what what is going on. There's just a lot of input going on right now. Not necessarily scared, just confused. And a little bit overwhelmed.
1: Okay, um... It was... Thank you for giving me some of your time. I...
0: Did you... I'm sorry, you said you were... You wanted us to help the Republic?
1: Oh, oh, no, not... You've already done more than you could imagine.
0: Oh, okay.
1: We... I'm going to tell your story to the Senate, and I can only hope that it moves them enough that we provide appropriate aid to you and your people. Nobody should have to live like this. I... Well,
0: I mean, it's been like this for centuries. I... Like, we... We did nothing to deserve it, but it's where we are and there's no... there's no changing it, so we might as well make do with what we have. That's why we have little Froxel with us.
1: I want to see Froxel grow up to be big, strong, healthy, and... ideally... not... have to... if he wants to get out of here, turn to crime. I... I want him to have the same opportunities I had. That would be nice. And the only way we can do that is by helping the people rather than the politicians. I know that's a lot to take in, and I'm sorry for taking up so much of your time. Um here and I hand them whatever credits I have left over. Oh, we don't no we don't need
0: your credits. We I, We make we make do with our community here. We I, all put in the work
1: and I, I understand. Take those credits and put them towards the community.
0: Thank you. What was your name? Uh,
1: My name's Rumi. Thank you, Rumi. You're welcome.
0: Is... Did we have Patara here? Yeah. Ren is just sort of crying at this point. Because everyone is... It's just sort of overwhelming for her. Yeah. How so so Ren is tripping the f- Criff out on Glitter Stim right now and it's overwhelming her. How, how is this affecting her? She is just sort of, uh, um, she's feeling everyone's desperation. It, it's, I would say, probably, mm, it's making her very anxious, uh, because she's feeling, has it she too. felt anything like this before? Really, no. She... So this is the first time that she's had this kind of overwhelming... She grew up in a in a wealthy household and she's always had, you know, her her biggest challenges were she doesn't want to do what her mom says. <laughs> so uh, this is very overwhelming for her. How does... How is Batara
3: reacting? Um, where did... How did Batara grow up? Like, what did she... This is kind of similar to how she grew up. So she's kind of somber and moved by it. I mean, her conditions probably weren't nearly as bad because she didn't have to live in a mm-hmm. sewer underground crammed in such a claustrophobic area, but she definitely seems somber and kind of moved by the whole situation because she, you know, she doesn't know much of the world outside of mm-hmm. her own experiences. Like, so it, it kind of hurts her to see other people struggling the same way she did because like going back to the other thing, like, crime was how she got out of her pretty much got like you know between wrestling and crime that's how she got out of that situation and she can't imagine there's any other way i mean not wrestling but the crime i'm sure they don't have to wrestle um does ren pick up on patara's melancholy how would you how would you describe it like is it like it's just kind of she's just yeah i mean she's definitely sad but at the same time, she finds, like, a strange sense of comfort in the scenario, okay. the situation. And that also makes her sad because she knows. Does Ren pick up think- on that?
0: I think so. I don't know that she, like, fully gets the 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 implications of it, but she definitely picks up on the emotions.
3: Cool. in and- Basically I'm just kinda like I, I'm in the area, but I've been like I get easily distracted, you know, like see somebody just like doing something that just kinda like makes her upset. And eventually I, you know, I've just wandered back to the group. Do you as a group or individually, do
0: you do you take time to look around some more? Or what do you do after this interaction?
1: I'm going to yeah, find so he's, on a,
0: so he's on a on a ledge
3: towards the entrance of the cavern where you um came in. I'm going to continue just wandering around because I'm just kind of in some way like disassociating because it's just such a familiar familiar type of situation. Okay. Uh,
0: Ren, are you with uh, Patara or are you going with Rumi?
3: Um,
0: I think I'm just sort of desperately looking for any kind of distraction. Probably in the form of some kind of entertainment. Okay. Um, so you're kind of like looking for... Groups of people congregating. Groups of people like playing sabak or or whatever. Cool. So we're gonna cut over to uh, Ren. You find uh, a group of Rodians in their mid teens, and they're playing. They're playing. Well, you can see that they're playing with a ball and a stick, and there's a couple of lines drawn in the dirt on the ground. Excuse me, what, uh, what are you all doing here? It looks, uh, fun, I suppose. We're playing stickball, you laser brain. What do you, what do you want? Oh, well, uh, um, it's just you seem to be having fun, and I've never played stickball before. Never Um, played stickball? What kind of off-world or sleemo are you? the, The fun sort, I assure you. Well, never if you, not if you've never played stickball. How would you like me to show you something better than stickball? Have you heard of gambling? I, my mom says we're not supposed to gamble. We don't have much money to begin with. Well, you're in luck. I have some money I can lend you to gamble with, and we're going to gamble together. Oh, uh, well, I don't really want to... We're playing stickball. Yeah, you want to... Uh, well, if if you can beat us at stick ball, then you then we'll play gambling with you. Okay, it is extremely good. Is that okay, Laser Brain? Absolutely. Yes, this is perfect. Brilliant. H- how do I play stick ball? Well, you got to take the stick and you hit the ball and you you shoot it over the other person's line. Oh well, that's easy. Um, cool. We'll come back to this. <laughs> um, we cut over to um. Uh, Patara,
3: is there anything in particular that you're looking for right now? Um, I don't know. Not really. I mean, I guess I could also be dr- drawn to the the commotion of the stick it game as well. I mean,
0: okay. Um, so you're kind of wandering around and as you're wandering, you hear a little bit of a commotion and you hear the familiar voice of Ren, um... Uh, in that commotion and you start making your way over to the commotion when uh, you're stopped by a rather large beefy looking Rhodian. <laughs> hey
3: do I know you? I'm kind of like looking down at the ground and then I'm vaguely startled and I'm like no, no, I don't think so you're a you're a harch, aren't you? But gave it away, and I start like flexing my arms. It was, it was the the the, the six arms and the. the, the
0: yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> do you
3: know a lot of wrestling? <laughs> I have been known to dabble in the wrestling from time to time. I'm, she's trying to play coy because she doesn't really know anything about this person. <laughs> Hey, look, I
0: i kind of gathered, but your your uniform kind of gives it away. You're silk, aren't you? <laughs> you can tell me.
3: <laughs> I, I kind of look around and I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about, but I look kind of defeated. And I was like... Oh, oh, I know what you're...
0: Oh, I get it. You, do, you, you don't know what I'm talking about. And
3: he winks with his bug eye. I, <laughs> I'm i very, once again, confused because I didn't know Rodians could wink or blink or had eyelids of any sort. <laughs> it's like a thin film that comes over the eye. It's like a translucent eyelid. I I, I, I start to ask him if something's wrong with his eye, but then I kind of realized what happened. And I was like, yes, yes, I I don't know what you're talking about. And then I try to wink as well, but I also probably don't have eyelids either. So. <laughs> you also have like eight eyes. Yeah. You also have it's, eight eyes. So like, how does this work? Well, I try to wink with just one, but like a random assortment, all kind of like squeeze at the same time. <laughs> like half close. So I just look kind of like, I look kind of confused and derpy, <laughs> but I'm I'm winking. I love it.
0: I'll tell you, I'll let you in on a little secret i'm I'm here visiting some friends um visiting my family. Uh, the reason I recognize you uh, well, the name's the name's Ifu, but they call me Melaroon
3: Chesati. Is that the name of the wrestler? That's the name of the wrestler. Okay. Would I know this name? You would probably know the name.
0: Actually, you know what? Roll me a...
3: (laughs) Knowledge Wrestling.
0: (laughs) Knowledge Wrestling. Uh, knowledge... I assume
1: that would be Knowledge Lore, no? Uh,
0: I I feel like it would be more Underworld. I mean,
3: like, lore... I guess lore could be. They're all the same role anyways. Okay. So, what's the difficulty? Average. two, Two perps. I got one success in one threat. Uh... So you
0: recognize that this is Melarun Shasati. So you've definitely heard of him before, but you have no idea what what his style in the ring is. You have no idea what his gimmick is. Um, (laughs) So you're kind of on an off foot and he seems to know a lot about you. I'm
3: always, apparently I'm just always ready to wrestle. <laughs> just, yeah. Every time I meet somebody, I look them up and down and I'm like thinking about how I'd wrestle them. <laughs> You're a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't not think about wrestling.
0: Yeah, so uh, the name's uh, the name's Ifu, but uh, they call me
3: Melarun Chesate. My eyes kind of like darken a little bit. You know, like I'm a little bit worried because I've been trying to Actually, avoid other wrestlers, especially underworld wrestlers who used to be in my profession. <laughs> and I just go, "Oh, sure, like, oh, it's great to see you." <laughs> I obviously become a little bit uncomfortable with the situation. Hey,
0: look, I know, I know what went down on Chandrela the other week. You do? It, it's all cool. It, it, that that it, it happens. Everyone, everyone watched the broadcast, you know, that was not supposed to happen. And what, what she did to you, that was, I mean, that was off. It was really unprofessional of, of the beast to, to, you know, throw that match away like that. But, you know, you did what you were supposed to do there. You did that all, all that you could do. And, you know, she was, you
3: know, she was not prepared for it. Well, I might have done what I needed to in the ring, but my personal relations, so to speak, might have been strained afterwards. And that's honestly what I'm more worried about.
1: Well,
0: you know what? Listen, forever meeting up. If you're ever on a match, you should give me a shout. Um, I might have some contacts that can hook you up.
3: I kind of like look to the side you know, not sure to trust him or not. And I and I go, well, uh, of course. I, I appreciate it. You can it. just take my com link. OK. And he sends you the com link number. And then I make beeping sounds when I put it in my, com, my data pen. I'm like, beep, boop, beep, yeah, beep. You know it doesn't. Never mind. Um,
0: <laughs> we cut back to uh, Ren. Want you to make me an athletics role. With three perps. Okay. There's no way this could go wrong. Absolutely not. Uh, that's just one success. One success. Damn. Um, yeah. So you managed to keep up with the uh, with these these kids as they're playing stickball they don't explain to you the rules um but you know you're you're a quick learner and uh, you're you're successfully keeping up with them you're able to uh, to you, you figure out the passing techniques that you need and you're you know you haven't worked out this hard in a long time but you're able to keep up and they're like wow miss you're really good at that thanks i'm good at a lot of things actually so, what was this gambling that you told us about? I well, my mom said not to play it, but you know, what does my mom know anyway? Well, obviously not much about gambling. I'm sure she knows other things, but gambling uh is very important for the world, of course. Uh let's let's begin. And I um I'm going to distribute some money to the kids. So that everybody has some starting. How much do you give to them? we probably like five credits each. As so, so we can all buy in. Okay. They all look at the credit chips like, "Wow, this is this is like a lot of money. Should we should we just run off with this or what? But if you run off with it, then you won't learn how to gamble. Okay, Miss. Be- because here's the thing with gambling, you could have even more money or less money. One of those two. Well, you can always have more or less money. That's how money works. Um, and so you sit down with these kids and you you give them out their uh, credit chits. And as you're about to deal out the sabacc cards, we cut over to Rumi, who is talking with Dweem. I think they're mid-conversation, talking about what exactly the Republic can give to Rhodia, specifically to the Rhodian people.
1: So the difficulty becomes the process of providing relief to the people directly without some sort of interface for us to work with. Obviously, you taking power would be a significant. um, Forgive the turn of phrase, but a significant coup for the ease of us um delivering supplies to the people. Um do you know as much as I hate to suggest it, do you know any smugglers or like clandestine abandoned spaceports or anything like that? But we have we have a lot of operations going on with the resistance. I
0: Frankly, I don't trust you enough to give out those details. Oh, no, no, no. I right just, now. I just
1: need to know if you have access to them. I don't need to know specifics. We do have the ability to clandestinely move goods. That's worth knowing. I don't know that there's much more that we can do here right now. Um, I think that's reasonable. Okay, um, Dwayne, Do you think you can get us back to our ship and help us get off planet? I'll do the best that I can. This is. A good first test for the the ability of the resistance to meet us halfway. I agree. I think this is a show of good faith. I don't disagree that we're willing to extend to you. Um, it, as a show of good faith, uh, I not that it particularly matters. It's not a ton of credits, but I have given everything that I have on me currently to the community. That that's. I appreciate it. I know it probably doesn't make much of a dent into the needs of the community, but it's what I can give. So, hey, uh, maybe let's get out of here. That sounds like a good idea.
0: Where's your squad? And at this point, we do a, the camera does a 24 style um, display of all four, sorry, of all three team members. Um, we see um, Ren dealing out some cards to some teenagers about to uh, corrupt them with gambling. We see Patara arm wrestling with Mailerun Chasati um, on a bench somewhere down in the slums. And we see Rumi and Dweem standing up on the kind of precipice overlooking the slum. The camera returns to Rumi and Dweem and um, cranes up a little bit and focuses on the entrance of the cavern and blaster bolts fire out. End of episode. Katara Valet was played by Hannah Stewart, she can be found on twitch.tv slash spelled M-U-T-I-O. Ren Ginto was played by Kira Mueller, who can be found on Twitter at sapphire underscore mess, or on twitch.tv slash sapphirey, spelled S-A-P-P-H-I-E-R-Y. Rumi Stat was played by Kathleen Bader. You can find her on Twitter at katselesnia, or on twitch.tv That's spelled that's S-E-L. E-S-N-Y-A. And I'm the GM for the Lightside Campaign, Emma Hislop. You can get some terrible jokes on Twitter, at Nocturne Musings, and I make Kat and Kira suffer through unintentionally silent movies on Unsound Theories. Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's Media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. By recommending the show to a friend, you not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. You can also help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more. To become a supporter, visit patreon.com slash so says media. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. The Star Wars RPG played on this podcast is the property of Lucas Books, It was made by an incredible team of devoted designers who were fired by the private equity firm that owns Fantasy Flight Games. Until next time, watch your backs.